Hockey. Shipley and Meraldo talking hockey. Penguins are dead. Oh, come on, pal. What happened, boys? Hello and welcome to That's Hockey Talk. Uh, that truthful but somber song was sung by none other than our pal the pals, Bubba Gumpino. Gumpy, how you doing? I'm sorry, pal. Had to do yeah, it. Yeah, better than us, huh? Joining us uh, across the coast back over in Arizona, Super Bowl champion AQ Shipley. AQ, how are you? I'm miserable. I mean, this has been the worst week of my life, I think. <sighs> okay. <that's... laughs> no, no. Don't know what else to say. Worst week of your life. Yeah, I love it. I love the I love the passion. Uh, I am, of course, your host, Nick Morado. Uh, wasn't quite the worst week of my life, but it was a gut punch. It was a kick in the nads. It was a beating taken by the Pittsburgh Penguins as they are eliminated in six games by the New York Islanders in a series. I think even as Penguin fans, uh, even if we were to be unbiased, I think a lot of people would say that the Penguins had every opportunity to win that series were it not for. Uh, the piss-poor quality of the goaltender, Tristan Jari, who I will remind you that AQ banged the drum for. Said, hey, this is the guy. Give it to Jari. It's his. Let him run with it. Worst take of all time. <laughs> hey, what do you think happened to him? I don't know, but nothing pissed me off more on little locker clean-out day today and him saying, I grew this year. You <laughs> fucking grew? Like, are we joking here? That was the most pathetic display. That was a really good Penguins hockey team this year. It was. In a a really tough division, too. In a tough division, you take their four lines, their three lines on defense, as good as anybody. Uh, Fucking goalie. I mean, you, you had to have somebody else as a backup. You had to. I think you that's what made it worse was they had DeSmith, who was yeah. a serviceable, ba- serviceable backup. And I honestly think if DeSmith gets in to, let's say, any one of those three games that Jari arguably lost, uh, th- I'm saying those three losses particularly, you could pinpoint on Tristan Jari. DeSmith wins you at least one of those, and they're maybe playing a game seven. But, yeah, you're right, Gump. Like, uh, a lot of people were fine going into the year with Jari and DeSmith as the, as the tandem. We talked a little bit about it. Uh, there was talk. Uh, Elliot Friedman has confirmed this. That the Penguins tried to get Marc-Andre Fleury back at the beginning of the season when Vegas was kind of figuring out what to do with him and Robin Leonard. It didn't work. It didn't happen. Now, it seems to be their undoing. And I'm not saying Fleury would have been the savior and the be-all, end-all because we could talk for hours and go back and look at that and the revisionist history of, oh, they, shouldn't, they never should have let Fleury go. Like, Fleury faltered here a good bit as well like he did not win those two stanley cups matt murray won those two stanley cups flurry won his in 09 but on in the back-to-back runs uh flower played a part but he was not the main guy and he was replaced in the first run uh he, now he did come in and help out matt murray in the second run but so on and so forth we're, we're, we're moving on he's he's not back on the team he's got his own issue tonight because they're playing a game seven tonight so uh I was one of the people who said, you know, I, maybe a little bit more than Jari and DeSmith. Maybe uh, there were, there's guys out there. You know, they're not going to be household names, but there are guys out there. And I think that's going to be a huge priority this offseason because now the question becomes, does the team blow it up? Do they uh, ship everybody out of town? 
Latang and Gino got one one more year left on their deal. Like I don't think you need to go to that extreme measures. And it's obvious they're still hanging on to a championship window that is closing, if not closed already. But when you win that division with that team, I think you can tweak it enough. Uh, you just need to find another goaltender to throw into that mix because I'm not sure Jari can play another play another game in, in a Penguin sweater. And if he does, he's got to have somebody else there who's a proven, reliable, steady hand. Nick, you made a comment, right? You made a comment when I was saying that they're, you know, take the goalie out of it and they're as good as anybody, yeah. right? You kind of made a comment like, eh, I don't know about that, right? It's, yeah, but, but to Talk me, to what I'm that. thinking, what, I'm just talking about the that? defense. I'm just nitpicking at the defense there when I say that. In uh, terms of the like, I I didn't think constant, Pedersen, constant I, them pinching in the playoffs. That yeah, that's or, a, and that's a Sullivan thing. That's Mike. That's the way Mike Sullivan wants them to play. He wants them to pinch, but he's got to have some self awareness there and be like, look, we're we're playing a really disciplined, yeah. structured Islanders they, they, team. They didn't want to play ugly. That was the biggest issue. The Penguins didn't want to get ugly. They didn't want to play ugly, and the Islanders did, and it worked. They're, Which yeah. it has forced them in each of the last two series that they've basically gotten smoked, yeah. in, right? They got swept in the one and then 4-2 in this one. Yeah. It has forced them to become impatient and trying to force things and make these moves, and then they get burned on the back end. And they even – it was a point of emphasis going into the series. They knew it. They said, okay, like I remember the uh, listening to them and hearing the quotes from Sullivan and the players were echoing it, like we got to stay patient, we got to know, but they didn't. They said that it was all lip service. They did it in maybe one or two of the games, but you know, guys jumping up in and trying to create extra offense leads to odd man rushes against. You got to pick your spots there. You can't be, you can't have the green light to go every single time because it's going to burn you. And the Islanders were able to take advantage to their credit with timely opportunities. AQ, you and I were texting during the games. We were like, as soon as the Penguins scored, we were like, okay, here comes another, here comes another Islanders here comes an answer. answer within thirty seconds. Yeah, and they weren't pretty. They weren't always pretty. You know, some of them uh, were shots that were going to go wide of the net, but hit off an Islander guy who was going to the net, causing, you know, net front presence, disturbance, ruckus. Like, to your point, Gumby, earlier on the live show on Pat, you said the Penguins got to get in Sororkin's grill because they had figured out Varlamov. They were beating him. Then Sororkin comes back in, and he was calm, composed, saw every shot, clean. And he was he was on he was on point, he was unbelievable. And then the Islanders just with the timely, opportune scoring, when they had a chance, they made the most of it. And they didn't they didn't they weren't overly aggressive and left themselves open to mistakes like the Penguins did. So I, I want to say like I want to give the Islanders credit, but at the same time, like if the Penguins had competent goaltending, I think that's a much different series. I don't want to take anything away from the Islanders. Yeah, I mean I agree. I mean they they obviously played well enough to win they did all the right things they, they played playoff hockey played, they played playoff hockey they played physical as shit they I beat them up. was like pissed watching it because of how well they played it but let's also not forget all you had to do was lift your fucking leg up on a breakaway and fucking Jari turns into a pancake on the fucking ice and you just flip it over top it was unbelievable watching that guy just flop around like a fish it was tough man and I then uh, that's not even all of this is without even mentioning the, the double overtime pass right up the middle which is day one stuff in hockey you just you never clear the puck the, up the middle unless it's your absolute last resort and it clearly was not on that the point. last two games the Penguins started up a goal too if you start up one nothing on the Islanders like, you should win. Yeah. 
That's you find a way to, you find a way to you lock have in to win that game. Win. Like I just, I agree, and I'm not a big like blame the goalie all the time guy. Like you can say, okay, the, these defensive breakdowns led to these mistakes, but at the same time, like Jari's allowed to make a save. He's allowed to bail his defenseman out who fucked up, and he wasn't able to do that not one time. So that's the situation you get into with that team. I think, I think, and I think they know. Like now that Brian Burke and Ron Hextall are there, I think they know what they need to do. And I don't think it's major overhaul and change in terms of breaking up the core. I think it's add some toughness, add some size, and figure out the goaltending situation. Which you can hope you would hope they'd be able to do. Hextall being a former goaltender himself. Uh, you know what time it and is. They've hit on they've hit on most of the moves. Honestly, I mean, you look at the moves they made over the last two years. They go and get Tanev, fucking stud, right? They go and get Kapanen. I don't think anybody was like, "Oh, that's a great move." Dude, no. turned out he played well. And I love Tanev's game. Everybody was fucking shitting on that move. Unbelievable pickup. Will it be the same next year? Who knows? But at least in the short term, the moves that they've made over the last two years have been hits. Yeah, I think you'll see changes. Like I, I don't think Jared McCann will be there anymore. Uh, I think you're go- they're going to move for sure. Going to move one of, if not two of, Marcus Pedersen, John Marino, and Mike Matheson because you just can't have three guys who are offensive minded. And in- Pedersen isn't offensive minded, but he is as a defensive minded defenseman. He's not. He's big, but he's not strong. He's big, yeah, but he's he not physical. Fucking destroyed on the boards. Yeah, he he got he got taken out the lunch a few times uh johnny marino who's still a young kid a lot of promise he looked a, l- a little out of place in that series and mike matheson had some moments uh but that pairing of him and cody cc got them in the trouble at times too because they would panic they caused a couple turnovers with the puck it's just not it's just not a defensive core it's built the way they want to play but i think the way they want to play is not going to win in the playoffs with the type of players they have so some adjustments to be made i think mostly on the back end i think for the first time in a while, it feels like they've got their forward group somewhat decently figured out. It sounds like Karts is going to come back next year and give it another go. I think people thought this was like a last run for him and he was going to retire. I know he still has at least one more year in the deal. It sounds like he might be coming back for another year. Now, he still could – got all summer here. He, he still could hang him up. But that would be cool. That Sully's He was a great addition. Sully, I don't, I don't know what the, I don't know what they're going to do with him. I don't yeah. know what to think. Uh, Bring in Torts. I don't think if they Sid's bring a torch. I'm fucking done. I'm a lightning fan. <laughs> I don't think Crosby's hey, going to go some for ugly hockey AQ. Let's bring in torch. But I do think Sullivan <laughs> needs to change his approach a little bit, or he will. Bring I, in torch. I think they start the season with Sully, and I think he probably has a short lease to start the season. I think if they struggle yeah. out of the gate, I think he's gone. Uh, anything else on your mind on the Pens AQ? No, I'm done with them. I mean, fucking enough talking about them. Fucking capping and shows up with a bucket hat. Ready for the offseason, ready to hit fucking Huntington Beach or wherever he's going. I'm, I'm over them. Moving on. Let's go talk about somebody who's still in this fucking Let's playoffs. talk about somebody who's still in this thing. And I don't want to talk about them, about them too much because the game is happening tonight or last night. If you're watching this on YouTube, this will probably come out on Saturday. Uh, Vegas Golden Knights in Minnesota Wild. We were all pretty confident. The Knights were going to lock this thing up. Turns out, no such, no such thing. The Minnesota Wild, as they did all regular season when they played Vegas, played them tough. To Gumpy's credit, Gumpy has been saying, banging the drum for the Wild. Uh, and here they are with a chance to advance as pretty big underdogs. Uh, I'm shocked, for one, because I thought 
Vegas had the, the depth. I thought they were more physical. I thought they were bigger. Maybe not necessarily faster, but more skill, more experience. And now Max Pacioretty hasn't played. Maybe he plays tonight. Maybe he doesn't. Flurry started out the series playing great. Seems he hasn't played his best hockey as the series has gone on. Uh, Kirill Kaprizov hasn't been exactly lighting it up for Minnesota, but he's been effective in making plays and whatnot. So I, I don't know. What do you guys think? Like, it, it's it's tough. Um. We talked about this on Hammer Down. I'm taking the Wild strictly because of the plus 160 uh, as a betting man. But in my mind, I'm like, I'm like uh, I mean, Vegas on home ice, game seven, in that T-Mobile arena. It's going to be pretty loud. It's tough, tough, to, tough to win in Vegas. The atmosphere is going to be electric. I mean, it is going. I can't wait to see the Cirque du Soleil fucking pregame. <laughs> I wish we could get Imagine Dragons back on the ice like the opener. I mean, get them all going. Get it, get the whole city fired up. But uh, it's hard to pick against Vegas. I mean, they were the guys that, I mean, God, I mean, I, I have them as one of the best teams, if not the best team in regular season, right? It's yeah. like, hey, this is, this is, this is a team that's going to go play for the Stanley Cup, right? And now – they're in a they're in a dogfight. I mean, you're in a you're in a clinching game and you lose three nothing. That is that makes you go home and start to question yourself a little bit. So, who knows what team's going to show up? Flurry was getting peppered early in the first couple of games. It's been yeah, it's showing been like up that every I game. Mean, he I showed up and now it's you know he's just he just looks like an average guy out there. And, and again, to to Minnesota's credit, that's a credit that I don't think any of us gave enough to. Right? I nope. mean, we knew they were good. We gave enough to you know, however you say his name, Caprisov. Mm -hmm. And we knew the talent that he had. But, I mean, in terms of depth and in terms of that whole group, Billy Guerin, former Penguin. Maybe I'm a Minnesota Wild fan. (laughs) Uh, You mentioned mentioned music, so I want to go to the game that happened last night. When I saw Scott Stapp warming up in Bridgestone Arena, about to sing some fantastic, beautiful Creed songs to that crowd and get the raucous Nashville, Smashville crowd going. I thought there's no way. I thought this is going seven. It's a shame we've only got one series going to seven so far. I thought Nashville was going to do it on home ice. And then they were up 3-2 late in the game. And then those fucking pesky canes, they came out and did their damn thing. Hey, they're a resilient bunch. Uh, I think people thought they were going to handle. I know we did. We thought they'd handle uh, Nashville pretty easily. But Nashville dug their heels in. They took advantage of home ice when they had it. And that was that was a much better series than anyone thought they were going to get out of those two teams, I think. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, I couldn't agree more. It's like... We sat there and thought that might have been a sweep, right? I mean, I think I think there was a couple people that might have said sweep on it. I think I think yeah. I actually said sweep, or maybe it was four one. I don't know, but you know, it's it's playoff hockey. You don't know what you're going to get. You don't know what team's going to show up. And Nashville's got a good core that's been around. They understand playoff hockey, and they've they got talent. They brought it. And UC Soros played his ass off. Pecorine, this may be his last run in as a goalie. He, he may be done. It seems like he's definitely done in Nashville. He may be. He may hang up the skates after this. Hats off to that guy. He's had a hell of a career. Uh, let's go north of the border now, Gumpy. Gumpy. I thought the Leafs were going to make short work of the Abs, and they're still they're still chucking along. That game's going to be popping off Saturday night. What is it? that's going to be Game Six? The Leafs had a chance to close it out. Go down three nothing, storm back, go into OT, and then give up a two on O. And Nick Suzuki sticks a dagger past Jack Campbell, and here we are. Like, 
I, I man, I thought the Leafs were going to dice them up. I really did. I know, I know, all the past years and the playoff failures in 1967, and they haven't beat Montreal in the playoffs. But I thought this was the year. This was the year, and you kept you kept touting it and saying Carey Price, playoff P, playoff Price. The fans are coming back now in the, in Montreal. What is it, the Bell Center for Game Six? Yes, sir. Hey, Toronto's got a little bit of pressure now. Yeah, I think Pabs win Game Six. I think the Leafs probably get it done in seven. But no, I like, pal. I this is if you the, think they got to win the six, Leafs, they the Leafs don't win. The Leafs game aren't winning. The Montreal crowd back. That place is going to be buzzing, dude. I like the Habs. I said the first, the worst thing that could have happened to uh, Toronto, or I'm sorry, to Montreal was John Tavares getting hurt. Because in that game, Montreal wins, and they probably th- you're a Montreal fan. You're probably thinking, oh, well, you know. You hate to see Tavares go down like that, but he's going to be out for the rest of the series probably. He's going to be out for a while. We have an advantage now. I think that kind of rallied the Leafs guys. I think they all kind of used that as a as a moment and said, hey, here we go. Let's do it for John. And now he's back. He's in the crowd. He It sounds like he's been skating. It seems like – I don't know if he's going to hit the ice in this series, but, man, that would be inspiring if he was able to come back for a game seven. Uh we didn't talk about that hit, did we? We we haven't done an episode since that hit. That was pretty scary stuff, huh? AQ, like, what the hell were those trainers doing? Like, you can't let that guy try and get up. That I mean, that was about as bad as it gets. Honestly, when I saw that hit, like, the first thing that came to my mind was, like, that is the exact same injury I had. Like, I thought for sure that's a spinal cord thing. He loses his feeling. And, yeah. You know, he's he, like, and then when I see them like pulling him up and he's got no, like he's got no control of himself. I'm like, he can't feel, he can't feel something. Right. Like it was brutal. So to sit there and say that he had no, in, no injury to his cord, no injury. I mean, what I mean, they're saying concussion or whatever, but like, what is making your body shut down like that? Yeah. Something they're not telling us. Right. Like yeah. it's, and then, I mean, you you see it time and time again. Any head or neck injury, you don't per, you don't pull the person up. You put them there. That's what I do. Down get. you backboard them. You take every precaution necessary. Like pull him up. He's got no control over himself. And it's as scary or as dangerous of a thing as you're ever going to see. And then his fucking hometown newspaper puts him on blast. Yeah, I mean, they, that was an unbelievable the front Toronto page newspaper. To I don't know which one it was. Toronto Sun. The Sun put the picture of him basically sitting up, trying to sit up on the ice with blood all over his face, and it was when his body went limp. Went Captain out. Crunch is the headline. Like, are we joking I here? Mean, I expect nothing less from you, despicable Canadian scum. That's Toronto. I, <laughs> I warned you. I warned you about Toronto. Boys. No, but thank God he seems to be. Yeah, he seems, he seems right. to be okay. But I'm with you, AQ. Like I know what you're saying. Like that was that was pretty bad. And anything that makes your body act in that way is usually something more to it. So hopefully he can get back and he can recover and, and get full strength because he's he's a good dude. He's not a dirty player. You know, he's a he's a star in the league. He's not quite putting up the. The hundred point seasons he used to, but he's still okay, he's the captain of the Leafs, and that's a hell of a story for him. Uh, we hope to sure. see him back out there. Uh, so, we'll, what do you think? You're you're on the ABS AQ. You think the Leafs pull this off, or you you think the ABS come back? I mean, I, I have to go with Toronto. They're a better team. I, I just can't look past that. I, I just can't. Okay. I know the Canadians and Carey Price can show up, and he has played well, right? Like he's. He's played well, he's, and, and you can get that crazy performance out of him, out of him every night. But 
they have just too much talent. They're, they're way too, more talented on Toronto's side. I just can't look past that. Yeah, uh, Jack Campbell too, playing his ass off. Yeah, he's um, playing well. Let's let's bounce around now. Uh, Tampa Bay, AQ, your wagon, your former wagon. Residence. Have you seen them fucking play? Braden Point shot out of a cannon. The <laughs> uh, Patty Maroon. It looked goal. like it looked like. We were going to have the knockdown drag him out series, I thought, where I said cats and seven. I said Florida after the first game. And then, and then it seemed like Tampa took Florida's best shot, just ate it right on the chin and kept coming. We talked about that a little bit. Okay, here comes Tampa. They're back. They've activated the winter soldier. Kucherov, he comes out of cryo freeze and he's just unbelievable. And then, you know, Florida, they had some goalie issues with Bob Drieger and finally, finally turned to Spencer Knight. But it seemed like, hey, they're battling back here. We might have something. We might have something. And then Tampa went and did what Tampa does and takes care of business. Now they're moving on to take on Carolina. That, that's going to be some fucking fire wagon hockey up and down the ice. That's going to be a series that – for a casual fan, they probably see, oh, Tampa, Carolina, who cares? But, like, that one's that one's prime time for me. That's marquee viewing. Those games are going to be electric. I got, like, I'm hoping it's, like, 4-3 every single night because both those teams have a ton of offensive firepower. I think people underrate what Carolina is able to do because a lot of their guys are def- responsive, defensive-minded, responsible forwards, but they still have a lot of skill up there, man. Svechnikov, when he turns it on, mm. is one of the most talented guys in the league. Oh, good. Jordan Stahl's playing the best hockey he's played in damn near 10 years. Uh, they got a lot of guys. Martin Nook and they got Jacob Slavin back on the back end. Now Dougie Hamilton can can lead the rush from the back end. And they're getting pretty goddamn good goaltending from the Delkovich. And you didn't even mention Ajo. Yeah, because, you know, he hasn't had, like, the eye-popping numbers he had a year or two ago when he signed that right. deal. But he's still he's still a force for them in center ice. And, you know, he's a little guy. It's playoffs, not a lot of space. But still, man, he's still – He's still getting it done. I think he had two goals uh, in the in the series, maybe three, uh, but he had two goals in that one game. Uh, what? How are we feeling about this one? It's it's hard to go against Vasilevsky, and I look at how Carolina uh, let Nashville hang around, so to speak. But I think after going through a little battle like that, I think Carolina can put up a, a bit of a fight here. And AQ, this is purely to spite you. I'm going Canes in seven. I like the call. I mean, that's great. <laughs> but we just win in Tampa. I don't know what you want me to say. I mean, these guys, they figure it out. They got they got a great group. I mean, they got a ton of talent. And Vasilevsky is the best goalie in hockey right now. It's not even a question. They got speed. They got skill. They got defense. They got goaltending. They got everything imaginable you want for a winning formula in the playoffs. Lightning and five. Five piece. Wow. I'll give them six. Wow. I'll give the Canes six. I was thinking five. This, no respect for the this Canes. Lightning, Lightning are winning the cup again. You think? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, so, I th- I th- oh, what? Colorado just that fucking don't care. four game sweep where they're just battered the puck line every game means don't nothing care. to you. You don't care. Don't you're the, care. you're saying the Blues were nothing there. It doesn't matter. The Winnipeg Jets are coming. They took down the, yeah. the gauntlet of the Canadian yeah. teams. Lightning. Lightning have been there before, dude. I'm sorry. I just, I can't see them going any other way. That's another reason why the Leafs need to win because they can beat Winnipeg. I, I know what Winnipeg just did to Edmonton. 
but the Leafs are a much deeper team than Edmonton. The Leafs need this. If they get bounced in the first round and Edmonton is sitting there waiting for them, like they have a ticket to punch right now to the conference final. I know we're not doing conferences, but you don't want to see a Jets Habs matchup. I love the Jets. (laughs) I love Mark Shifley. I love Connor Hellebuck. But I've been saying the the Leafs. If the Leafs go out in the first round, they are. I like the Leafs story. I like Austin Matthews, the American. I like Spezza. I like Wayne Simmons. I like Jumbo Joe. I like the veterans they've got. I like Nick Foligno, despite playing against them in the the Columbus. He was a pest, paying the ass for all those years. Like I like the team they've put together. It's a very likable team to me. Uh, I would like to see them make a legitimate run. Just everyone's just waiting to go. Same old Leafs. Yeah, they are. They got. They (laughs) they are. Just they got to get over the hump somehow. Uh, So, granted, you're saying Lightning. Uh, are going to win the cup, but is anyone going to stop the Avalanche from getting there on the other side? I don't see it. I mean, they're they're playing at an unbelievable level. We said Vegas. We wanted to see Avs and Knights, but now like Vegas might not even be there. Right. We know, and in my mind, that's also why I'm hitting Minnesota because Damashek came on here last week and talked about uh, how things in the NHL don't work out the way they're supposed to, and yeah, this feels he, like he, one of those he, things. He, Put that juju in the air, and here we are. It feels like one of those things where we're getting, we'll get up. But, hey, a Minnesota <laughs> Wild Colorado Avalanche series would be pretty nice. Yeah. It'd feel like a nice throwback to the early 2000s when they had those I those, like those this battles. Wild team, man. I really do. They're resilient. Yeah. And they, like, they could have won this series already, man. Like, they've had Vegas on the ropes. Like that's I'm, in, I'm interested to see... Colorado get into it with somebody where if it's Min- not if a Minnesota gets one early tonight, man. Like I want to see how Colorado does if they're down, yeah, in a game or they gotta they gotta battle a little yeah. bit. And I'm not saying they can't do it. No, I just want to see it because face a little adversity. Yeah, because we'll, we'll been, see what kind of guys they are. Yeah, that's all. And that's it. I love Nathan McKinnon. I love Miko Rantanen. Gabriel oh. Landeskog throwing fists in the first round. Like, I respect it. Kale McCards. I mean, that was a great fight. Sammy Gerrard's one of the best young defensemen in the league, and he gets underrated because he's tiny and gets pushed around a little bit. But, man, he can move the puck. And Grubauer's been playing pretty damn well. Uh, hopefully he stays healthy because we talked about that was the issue with them. They don't really have that much like the Penguin situation where DeSmith got hurt. Like, once Jari shat the bed, if something were to happen to Grubauer, they don't really have anywhere to turn right now. So... Uh, Avs Wild wouldn't be bad. Love to see Avs Knights. Would really like to see that. Uh, the last series we have left is the Boston Bruins, who handled the Capitals pretty well in the first round. Uh, the Caps had a lot of a lot of noise going on around the team. You know, Kuznetsov and Samsonov had the COVID suspensions, and they weren't there. Uh, Tom Wilson had all the noise following him going into the playoffs. Uh, Vetchkin was banged up a little bit, but he still showed up in the playoffs as he always does. Uh, but Boston impressed me with how they handled the caps. Uh, and then the Islanders, of course, we talked about that at length. Now they go against the Bruins. I think the Islanders, and this is, you can call it salty if you want, you can call it jaded, but I think they're going to be in for a big surprise when they skate across that blue line and fire a 35 foot wrister on that. And it doesn't go in because Tuka Rask can actually stop one. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I know I'm the Islanders will be ready and their fans will be ready to battle. They're no stranger to this. They've been in, they went to the conference finals last year. But, like, 
this is not going to be like the Penguins. You're not going to push the Bruins around in the same manner, and you're not just going to blow pucks by Rask. Rask is is liable for an occasional leaky goal here or there, but not at the at the rate that Jari was letting them in. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're going to be flabbergasted. I mean, the Islanders are going to be flabbergasted. They're coming to the bench like, hey, guys, what's happening? We just we just scored off 50 of these from fucking center ice a, a week ago. <laughs> like, what is happening here? Like, wait a second. It's not even getting to the net? No, no way. Couldn't, couldn't have ever imagined it. Boston's going to run away with this. They're a way better team. They play the same style of, of, of game as, as the Islanders. They're going to be chippy. You're going to have to deal with Marchand, who's going to be a fucking pest all series long. You're, you you got way more firepower that is younger. Um, and your boy Taylor Hall, who looks like a playoff and, warrior. This guy's resurrected from the dead. It's unbelievable <laughs> what, he, what he's been able to do. But, you know, I mean, you, you can sit here and you can say all the things that went about Crosby. Crosby's an unbelievable player. He's not going to get you a ton of goals. He's not going to get you a ton of goals. I mean, no, he he's, may he's get always been a and get a couple guy. here and there, but at this point yeah. in his career, he's going to create. He's going to play great 200-foot game, but he's not going to get you a ton of goals. The firepower up front in Boston is fucking ridiculous. Their defense is playing at a high level. They're getting great goalie play. Uh, they're going to fly around. I mean, the Islanders are going to be they're, they're going to be in a, in a different world in, in this series. Yeah, I think in this one, health is going to come into play big time. Who can stay healthy? Because if, if Boston ends up getting banged up and they have to, like, Pasternak missed some time this year. Uh, and, and generally, they're usually a healthy team. They usually don't have – their back end was banged up this year. Uh, they had to battle through that. But, but that also gives a lot of younger defensemen playing time who now may be a little more suited for the playoffs come this time of year. Um, the Islanders – they're going to have to find ways to score. And maybe, like we just mentioned, maybe Rask uh, lets them have a few here and there. But they're going to have to keep up that crashing the net hard, generating offense down low with the cycles and, and off the turnovers because you're not going to beat Boston on the rush with with the way they play. Um, I will take – I'll go Bruins in seven. Seven. I think the Islanders – Squeak out a few wins. They they played the. I know the regular season doesn't matter. It's playoffs. Throw all that stuff out the window. But the Islanders did play Boston tough in the regular season. They they they, they bested them in terms of the regular season series. So and I, I just I respect Barry Trotz and what he's able to do. I don't love the way they play uh, because I don't think it's the most entertaining brand of hockey. But it wins. So I yeah. I think they'll put up a I think they'll put up a fight. What do you got, Gumby? Ah. It's tough. I feel like it's the hardest one to pick. I want the Islanders to do it, but uh, Bruins in six. You want the Islanders? I'd rather go play with a fucking sundial than watch the (laughs) Islanders sit across from Boston Connor every fucking day, AQ. You got to listen to Boston Stooge. I I mean, I'd I'd rather go play with a sundial than hear fucking Connor say anything, too. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. This is a tough one. I know. At least if if the Islanders beat the knockout, the Bruins, I don't think the Islanders get past the Lightning. If the Bruins get past the Islanders, I think the Bruins give the Lightning a series. What did the Lightning beat? The Islanders in last year was it five? Oh, they might have. Did they sweep? Was it sweep or five? Uh, I can't they remember. It might have been early. I think this up. is the series, though. I honestly, while you're looking that up, I think this is the series. The Islanders are really, really going to miss Anders Lee. I think this is it. I think it's they they got away with the the bullshit from the point the entire series against the Penguins, but they didn't have a crazy net front presence. They really didn't. Um, they got some juicy rebounds because yeah. of shitty defense, but they didn't have that 
that constant screener, that constant tip, the constant shit around the net. And I think this is the series they're, they're going to miss that. Uh, Boston in six as well. Uh, yeah, I looked at the uh, Lightning one in six, uh, six last geez. year. So, you know, the Island, like that's what I mean. Like the Islanders, they just never – I said this on Hammer Down earlier in the year too when I said I wasn't going to bet against them anymore because they just never get too high and they never get too low. They just play that steady Eddie fucking hockey. It's Barry right? Trotz, yeah. man. The guy's a fucking – just a legendary coach he knows what to do he knows how to beat teams like he's done it everywhere he's went look look at what the capitals have turned into yeah. since he's left in terms of playoffs uh, i think they've only won what five playoff games i think since he's left and look what he's done to mike sullivan and the penguins now beating them twice in series like hats off to the guy i hate him i hate his stupid little squiggly eyebrows and his turtle shaped head but looks terrible in a mask but but the fucker <laughs> wins so i respect it um, any other thoughts here before we sign off, boys? Uh, it's Memorial Day weekend. We want to keep this short, as, as short yeah. as we could with all these with all the action going on. We want you guys to enjoy your weekend. Hopefully you still get a chance to check this out. We, we pushed it back this week because we wanted a chance to get some of those elimination games out of the way and be able to talk about all the series. Uh, we'll, we'll try and do it same time as usual next week, but it'll all depend upon how the games play out. Um, any final thoughts before we go? Go ahead. Uh, Let's go. Looking forward to this game seven, huh? <laughs> Let's go enjoy the games. Uh, follow along with us on Twitter at That's Hockey Talk. We'll post clips, fights, big hits, everything. Uh, and check us out on YouTube. If you're listening to the podcast, you want to watch along, you can uh, see Aki's yeah. big shiny head, Gumpy's big beautiful beard, and my stupid face. Uh, it's youtube.com forward slash That's Hockey Talk. Nice and easy. Uh, appreciate you. Thank you guys so much for rocking with us. And that's the show. That's Hockey Talk. Cheers, boys.